Hey everyone, thanks for joining us for another episode of Net Builders XL. And today we have a very special guest, Arian, and he is going to explain to you what he can do for you, how he can do it, and how he can stop you from having to deal with crazy listings for uh, your property. And I'll let him go into it. Yes. Yeah, so, well, thank you for having me, first of all, and I'm excited to be uh, on here. So, yeah, my name is Arian Cardenas, and I'm the founder of Cardenas Homestays. So what we basically do is we are actually a short-term rental property management company, and we help people with their, you know, extra spaces, whether that be a daylight basement, you know, they might have a cabin that they use maybe like two times out of the, you know, the whole year. Uh, so we could monetize those type of spaces. Uh, we help them, you know, through short-term rentals. So Airbnb, are, you know, is one of the biggest platforms. Uh, there's other ones out there, but we also you know, we do the whole management aspect of the, of the short-term rental um, industry. So what we do is we basically, you know, we'll help homeowners that might uh, have that extra space and they're not really doing anything with it, or they just want to make extra income or anything like that, monetize it and just take advantage of it. Gotcha. Gotcha. Hey, that's, that's actually a really, really interesting, uh, really interesting concept right there. Cause, uh, I imagine there's a lot of people who just have rent, who just have homes. Hey, I'm gonna um, they buy a home and they're only there like two weeks out of the year. But um, yeah, you know, it's, I imagine that there's a lot of people. How what's their uh, um return on income typically on while using Cardenas homestays? Like, how much do they usually make in that extra income? Well, usually in the short term rental industry, there's a it's about one and a half to three times the amount that you would get compared to what's a long-term, you know, renter. Uh, that's usually the average that we see. Uh, we are, you know, we just started our company last year. We started it right when the pandemic hit. So we kind of had to like rethink how we were going to do things. Cause at first the, you know, there was a big impact uh, in the travel industry. Uh, but now it's actually bouncing back up really, you know, like just big time now. And there's a lot of demand that's going to be opening up and uh, there's going to be a lot of traveling. So it's a really good opportunity to get in. And, uh, you know, there could be really good returns uh, depending on, you know, a couple things, you know, location wise, uh, the type of property it is and just that type of stuff where we actually could do like a in more in-depth analysis uh, to kind of give you an idea of where, where that property stands in terms of revenue and things like that. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, what got you into this? I'm just curious. Like, what what got you into this? Did you go to real estate school and just say, "Hey, let's do this"? You know, I mean, did, was this uh, initially something that you thought a, a business idea that you had for a while, or you know, yeah, that's a good question. So, I was actually going to uh, Western Washington University in uh, you know in Bellingham, uh-huh. and uh, I always had some type of interest, uh, like interest for real estate. I just didn't really know what it was. And I was going to school there, but I've always been more like a entrepreneur, I would say, where I've always wanted to create something or just do something on my own rather than kind of just take that route where, you know, you go to school, get a job and just kind of do that thing. I I realized when I was at school that I was questioning myself, you know, I would always ask myself what I, what, why I was sitting in class. And I realized I didn't want to do that, but I wanted to do something in real estate. And I did a lot of research in the with, uh, you know, the uh, sharing economy. So, you know, how there's Uber now, there's platforms that are bring together people, you know, they're platforms that, 
they they don't own certain things like Uber, but they allow people to get on that platform and, you know, make a living and things like that. So I started looking into Airbnb and I realized that there was a space for that. And I ended up meeting someone here locally that became a mentor and I uh, just explored it more, uh, you know, the sharing economy and short term rentals. And I realized how cool the, you know, the, how cool that space was and how diverse it was and how much you could do with it. And I just really like dove deep into it. And that's how I kind of got started. So, you know, uh, as a college student that I actually dropped out, I'm 22 years old, but I realized that that was something that I that I really liked doing. But it was more of a like exploration thing. I, it's not something that I knew exactly I wanted to do right then and there. If that makes sense. Oh, no, it makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense. And hey, being a college dropout, you know how many of our greatest minds dropped out of college and yeah. do amazing things. I mean, I, I love the fact that you were sitting in class and you did something that um, the most successful entrepreneurs have done. You asked the question, why? Yeah. Why am I in class? And right there, when you asked that first why, I think that sparked something that from there forth, you're going to ask why, why, why? Because that's essentially what an entrepreneur is. Why is this like that? Why is that like that? And then it turns into hows. How can exactly. I make this work? You know? So I think I think that that's amazing. Um, I think that that's amazing. Um, how tough has the road been getting this fixed, getting this, you know, done? What obstacles did you run into? You know, yeah. I mean, it is pretty difficult, especially starting on my own. Um, you know, I did have a mentor, which helped me a lot, you know, because they obviously like they help you avoid a lot of different mistakes, but just the workload of just being, you know, the one in control and putting on many different hats is just, it's been tough. Um, but you know, it's kind of where, like you said, you have to figure out how, right. And, uh, I started really trying to connect with people and try to put my foot in the game. Um, so I contacted, you know, like local property management companies that are doing long-term and try to work out something with them. And I was just trying to explore different routes uh, but, you know, it was pretty difficult just because of, you know, being the only person having to juggle everything. Mm. Um, and that's something where I want to start building a team. But as of now, you know, pretty, pretty as a small company, uh, I'm still trying to, you know, just figure things out. And then from there, start building up a team. Gotcha. 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 Um Typically for a team, what would you look for? I mean, um, uh, uh, this is uh, this your business is so unique that it's it's I can't ask typical questions to you. Yeah, you know I mean, so uh, so I'm actually just really intrigued about everything that you're doing right now. So I have a million questions in my head yeah. right now, <laughs> and I'm sure our viewers are like, "Holy crap, what an idea!" You know, but um. For how do you staff for this? Like, what what would the what would like your perfect staff look like? Right. So, you know, at scale, I would say because right now, when it's you know, uh, I have one property and we're looking to add a couple here, uh, like three or four here soon. Uh, so we're in Snohomish and King County, but um, basically, the staff that I would be looking for is like a cleaning team because a cleaning team, like a crew, is really key to this business because they're really the eyes, uh, you know, 
at your properties, you know, that you're managing. They're the ones that are cleaning, making sure everything's okay. Because, you know, especially nowadays with COVID, you know, mm. uh, cleanliness is like, is basically the luxury of today. Uh, so making sure everything's clean and making sure that cleaners are, are, you know, making sure that they're not missing things and um, just making sure that there's no issues because they're the ones that are going to be looking at the property and cleaning it and they might come up and, you know, they might uh, see an issue. So they're, they would be the ones that contact us and then we would go ahead and take control of that. So just having a really good cleaning team is really key because they're basically the eyes at our properties. And then later on down the road, I would want to hire like a second manager just, just, you know, takes care of like uh, being on the ground and checking things out and making sure they're like uh, communicating with the cleaners. And, and that way I can uh, focus on scaling more and, and, and opening up different areas, but cleaning, cleaning team is definitely one of the biggest ones. And then later down the road, having like that uh, second manager, uh, that just takes control of the cleaning of the cleaners and, you know, manages like calendars and all that type of stuff. Okay. Okay. You're an anomaly, man. You, 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 you're a rare, rare individual. Um, you're 22. Yes. I have yet to bump into a 22 year old that thinks so far ahead or that uh like you really have your you really really have mindset wise you really have it together man like that's that's amazing that is, thank, that is amazing thank you like uh what went into that did you have a, a um your family any entrepreneurship or anything you know i yes in a way um my dad he's he's been probably the biggest influence and in, uh the fact that he uh he's just a hard, like hard, hard worker. You know, he's always had to work since he was a kid to support his family, uh, from his background, which is a lot tougher. Um, but he actually started, you know, he would have his nine five, he would work like overnight and he would wake up and he would go, uh, like to garage sales or to, you know, pick up things and then he would resell. And then he found a, a niche market where people were buying like reuse stuff. Uh, and he would sell them, you know, he would buy them cheap and just sell for a little bit more. So he just started doing like the flipping stuff and that grew onto something pretty big. And he still does that. And I realized that like at first when I, when he started doing that, I was kind of embarrassed of it, which is kind of sad now that I think about it. Cause I was like, man, I don't want anyone to see me, you know, doing this. <laughs> and then like, now I realize that that's kind of what, uh, like really like sparked something in me because now I even do, you know, side hustles like that. And I'm like, man, like you could really make, you know, decent money just by doing this, but people think it's goofy or people don't really, you know, it's kind of like a thing where you, you'll probably look kind of dumb if you're doing it. But I realize that it's not even about that. You know, people yeah. just don't want to, uh, it's just like all opinions and they're scared of what people are going to say, but I'm like, you know what? Now I'm like, I don't care. Like I know what I'm doing. And like, if you were actually really focused and do those type of things, like you could actually make good money. And from there, I just started thinking of like more business ideas. I started you know, reading books, which is a thing I never really did. Books are a huge thing. Rich Dad, Poor Dad, you know, all that type of stuff. <laughs> Gary Vee, just all those speakers. And I really got like indulged in all that stuff. And like, it just really, I, you know, really changed my mindset, opened it up. And, you know, uh, I continue to do that. So that's why I feel like I've developed that 
type of mindset. That is amazing. That is, that is amazing because this will be the only time that I ever say this, but I'm 35. I might edit that part out because, yeah, I'm <laughs> old. <laughs> but um, three years ago is when, well, four years ago is when I really, really, truly started my entrepreneur journey. So I was around okay. 31. Mm-hmm. And what you are doing right now took me until I was 31 to even start doing reading books, rich dad, poor dad. I just read that book probably about two years ago. You're like yeah. eight years ahead of me, man. So, <laughs> so I think, I think that that's amazing because at the age of 22, I was still just happy. I can get into a bar and use yeah. my uh, ID legally. Right. <laughs> so I, I, th- I think that that's amazing that you're developing that your mindset at the age that you are. I mean, it, it probably doesn't mean much coming from me, but the path oh, I really, you're going, man. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate it, man. The path that you're going, that is amazing. Like, um, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Robert Kiyosaki, what other books do you recommend for uh, entrepreneurs that are, are looking to, to move the way that you move? The Slight Edge the slight is another edge. one. Uh, I forgot, I forget who the author is, but it, it's a really good one. It just kind of talks about like building the stepping stones of you know, take uh, the daily habits. Uh, there's uh, also the millionaire or millionaire success habits, uh, Dean Graziosi. Um, I think those type of books are really important because it just talks about like day-to-day things that you could be doing. And like, it's just small little changes that don't seem like much, you know, mm-hmm. but they really make a difference once you like are consistent with it and you're actually having a plan and you're executing I think that's those books are really important for that. Uh, But there's a lot of like, if you want to get into like more technical stuff, you know, there's like strategic books that you could go into if you're wanting to learn specific things like, let's say, marketing, or if you want to learn how to like um, use your time better, there's um, Organize Tomorrow Today, which is a good one. So, you know, there's a lot of books out there. And I mean, books really, I feel like really change your, your life and perspective on a lot of things. So definitely, I definitely recommend reading um, books now. Definitely, definitely. And uh, um, I always use the, um, the ABCs. I always used, um, these are the things that have changed your life, um, especially as an entrepreneur and a small business owner. The ABCs is uh, the associations, the people you associate with, the books you read, and yeah. the conferences you attend. Um, how does that tie into you? I mean, associations, did you find yourself having to uh, let go of past friends or uh, things like that? So, you- yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely. That's, a, you know, a lot of like the videos you watch or, or just books in general, they talk about that. Obviously, you know, like the people you surround yourself with is huge. You know, it's basically what's going to build you up or uh, bring you down. Um so yeah, definitely, you know, uh, I've, I've basically, <laughs> I would say I've kind of isolated myself more and, and I don't really associate myself with certain people, uh, just because I, it's not that I want to be, you know, rude or anything like that. It's because I know what, uh, you know, with my perspective now, I, I know where I'm going to get myself into, like I could read that type of stuff now. Um, so I tried to connect with people with like, you know, like-minded individuals that are entrepreneurs or they have a goal in mind and like I like supporting their 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 visions too and just 
being able to talk about that type of stuff is so it's so refreshing, you know, because it's hard to find, I feel like sometimes. Um, but you you just have these amazing conversations and you learn from each other. And uh, that's the type of stuff I look for, you know. So, yeah, I mean, it's more I've been more of like a, in a path where I've isolated myself and kind of just, you know, got to learn who I really am, you know, and just focus on myself because I feel like uh, to be able to give a lot of val value and be a person of value. And uh, I think you need to like work on yourself a little bit and, you know, build yourself up. And, you know, with that, you're going to be able to do the same for others. You know, you're going to be able to help others as well. So I think just being uh, in a good state of mind and uh, just really knowing yourself really helps the people around you as well. Definitely. Definitely. That's very, actually very well said, uh, very well said. And it's, uh, it's a common, um, common trait or characteristic they say of the geniuses of our day they're they're introverts and um, yeah <laughs> a yeah. lot of people see it as hey these guys are stuck up or whatever but at the end of the day like you said um what your dad was doing people uh, or or with, with um you you said at first you know you thought it was weird or whatever but yeah. at the time you didn't know what you know now you know what i mean but the yep. thing is is 90% of the world is like that, but they will do nothing to change their mindset. So mm -hmm. that's most of the reason why we're, in, we're introverts is because the rest of the world is yeah. not going to understand what you're doing. But exactly. But at the but five years later, you have a Bill Gates and it's like, man, that guy was weird. He used to, he was always by himself. This and that. Oh my gosh. That's the kid we used to shun in school. Yeah, exactly <laughs> you know mm -hmm. definitely yeah that's 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 the thing there i mean that's it, it is it, it is a characteristic i think so um so do you and do you and your father talk now about um about entrepreneurism like i mean does he um do you guys ever have conversations about yeah i mean uh i think at first like when i first uh dropped out of school you know it was a pretty hard thing for my parents <laughs> just because they they've raised me and they you know they we were, were from Mexico so you know they they try to give you the that opportunity to be you know to have a better future and you know I think it's just so engraved in our society where school is the the road to success but you know there's so many other paths that you could take that people just don't really see it anymore but you know, that's why my parents had a hard time, you know, from me dropping out of school. But uh, yeah, me and my dad talk about that, you know, sometimes where we want to do some, you know, do some projects and uh, here in Mexico, just, um, you know, maybe get some rentals going and things like that. And uh, we, we do talk about that, but it's not something where it's like on the daily basis, you know, we uh, but we, there has been conversations about that. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. And you did say that, like that traditional road that people think you have to take all of the time. Um, it's unfortunate that it's such a, uh, such just a normal approach. It's, it's yeah. the American dream. Go to school, uh, student loans, hope you can retire, um, work a nine to five, build somebody else's dream for them. Yeah. And, and, and that is just... If you're not doing that to the rest of the world, you're gosh, you're shunned to get out of here. You know, 
yeah. I think that's that's unfortunate. Um, mm-hmm. what do you think? What kind of? Hmm, maybe I should word this. What would you say to somebody? that you were talking to, that you were very close to, and you wanted them to start to think outside of that box? Like, how would that conversation go for you? Oh, that's a really good question. (laughs) (laughs) Thinking, um, you know, I would say just uh, one big thing would be remind them, well, not remind them, but just kind of talk to them about regret, you know, because I feel like a lot of people once it's uh, you know it's their time to go it's sometimes they just have this massive regret but like you can't do anything about it anymore so Mm -hmm. I would start with you know that some a conversation along that line where like you know we're all gonna we're all gonna die you know it's this life isn't gonna last forever but uh I would just say like you might as well do something that you really like you know at least try to explore it And, you know, so you don't have that regret, like just kind of remind them of like, you know, we have one life and at the end of the day, you want to be happy. Right. So I feel like regret is just a thing that will be like definitely in the conversation, because I feel like that's that's a lot of I feel like that's what a lot of people go through, honestly, you know, because they do have that nine to five, but they really actually like something else, but they never tried it, you know, so just regret, I think, is the scariest thing. Well, in my opinion, but just kind of remind them of that, you know. Definitely. I like that. I like that a lot. And that's, you're right. Uh, fear is, that probably is honestly the main factor of why people uh, don't go into business for themselves. Fear. Um, yeah. Did, did you uh, experience that when you first came up with the idea? Like, uh, to be honest, yeah, in, in a way, uh, it was kind of, uh, I did have a lot, a lot of analysis paralysis where I would like think about it way too much and like you're not really pulling the trigger. You're just overthinking about it. But like you're never going to know until you actually try something, right? So like that's why I was like, you know what? I just have to pull the trigger on this. And yeah, but it is scary because it's unknown. And, you know, people don't like the unknown, yeah. I think. No, that's the thing. Right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're yeah. definitely right. Um, what made you pull the trigger? What was that that moment where you just said, you know what? Stop thinking. Boom, go. Oh yeah. Uh the the fact of me just living like the typical life, I just kept reimagining it in my head. And uh I think it was one day at school where I was like, man, I'm literally just gonna be stuck at an office and just not building my dream when I went in the back of my head, I knew I wanted to do something else. And I'm like that. I mean, I have to do it. Like, you know, I, I want to represent my family. I want to like show people like my community, uh, the Hispanic community that like, there's not one path, man. Like you could really do what you want. And I think that was the moment I was like, you know, I, I can't keep questioning myself here in this classroom. I need to just do what I want to do and whatever, you know, if I fail, then I fail. If I, if I fail, then I actually learned something, you know, so at least I'm trying. So I think it's about experimenting and figuring out what you like and what you don't like. And especially my age, you know, in your twenties, I think that's a big thing too, because a lot of people just kind of go with the flow and just kind of go with what society tells them to do, but they don't really get the chance to explore it. And I think your twenties is all about that. 
mm-hmm. you could fail. You know, you have time to fail. You have time to screw up. So I think that's where I was like, man, I might as well do it now. I love that. I love that because like you said, in your 20s is your time to, you know, have those. Uh, you still have time to bounce back. But most guys that are 20 years old, they're having their failures in different areas, you know, not in entrepreneurism. You know what I mean? They're, yeah. Yeah. So it's usually less savory failures. But I, I love the fact how your mind is thinking like. um, Yeah, yeah, you're, you're just a different kind of guy, a different kind of guy. I like it. <laughs> I like it. I like it. A lot of people say entrepreneurs are crazy, but it's a, it's a, it's a good crazy. It's a good it crazy. Um, definitely. So um, so what's next? What's next for you? Yeah. So for me, what's next is I just really want to focus on, you know, growing this uh, Cardenas Homestays, and you know, it's all about really helping those people, homeowners and investors, with extra spaces, and just really genuinely he- helping them and. Uh, you know, meeting their goals, because I think that's what it's about. It's about helping people solve their problems. So I want to be able to scale this business and help as much people as I can um, here in Snohomish and King County and just start building a really, you know, uh, awesome team around it. And uh, I think that's down here in Pierce County, too. Yeah, I I actually might. uh, I'm looking into a a house in Pierce County by uh, I don't know if you heard of Browns Point before. Yes. But it's a waterfront property and I have contact with this uh, person. So we might be actually looking to do that as well. It's a really nice house. So, you know, maybe, maybe Pierce County. So, uh, you know, I think it's a possibility as well. Outstanding. I love it. I love it. Uh, Can you tell our viewers how they can get in touch with you? Yes. So if you go to our socials, Facebook and Instagram, you could go at Cardenas Homestays. And uh, our website is uh, cardenashomestays.com. And you can find, uh, you know, you'll find a informational little video there. We'll basically explain what we do. And uh, you could even book a call if you have any questions for, you know, a, a, maybe a space that you may have. And we could go in more depth about, you know, a little bit more analysis. Or if you have any questions about the short-term rental world, then we could definitely help with that. Outstanding, man. Hey. I appreciate you being here with us today. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for sharing your insights. I mean, it's been a pleasure talking to you today. Thank you. Thank you for having me and uh, hope to keep seeing your videos. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you. As long as as we got great entrepreneurs like you out there, the show's never going to (laughs) stop. For sure, man. Well, thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you for being here. And thank you, viewers, for tuning in. And we'll see you next time. All righty. Bye-bye.